Welcome to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Today, we're talking about marketing. Uh, but first, Greg, we got to talk about Hawaii. How, how was your trip? Aloha, everyone. It was uh, fantastic. You know, how do you not have a great time in Hawaii, truly? Between the beaches, the golf, the turtles that came up right on the beach, like a four-foot turtle just crawled right up on the beach right in front of my wife and I and just said, you know what, this is a good spot to take a nap. So <laughs> I, I hear that's probably good luck somewhere. That's good luck. Yeah, that's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> See, you're doing a great job marketing for Hawaii right now. Yeah, it's not easy to get there with all the restrictions, but <laughs> yeah, when you're right. there, you are in paradise. Nice, nice. Well, you know, maybe maybe uh, maybe, maybe I'll get there someday. I'll, I'll take a and, and but you you got to edit. I, I edited last week while you while you were in Hawaii. Well, so if you if you take over editing the podcast, I am so. going back to Hawaii soon, and I oh, I have man. a really big piece of luggage that you might be able to fit into. So okay, we'll figure it well, out. That works out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so Greg, it's not just us talking about marketing today. We have a, a guest with us today. We do. We are so lucky to have Nikki Gilardi with us today. Uh, when you and I discussed what we were going to talk about and we said marketing and specifically radio, the first person I thought of was Nikki. I mean, Nikki started her career at Young, Young and Rubicam as a media buyer. She's worked in Hispanic radio, Maverick Media, CBS Radio, iHeart. Oh, my gosh. I can go on and I'm on. I'm 100. <laughs> I mean, it's really cool because, you know, she's won awards for Interactive Digital Seller of the Year at Maverick Media. She's worked at Disney Radio and was the new business development leader for Northern U.S. region. I can go on and on and on. And right now she's working at Cumulus Radio. We're lucky enough to have her uh, with us today. How are you doing, Thank Nikki? Thank you for having me. It's exciting. Yes, not not really a hundred, but love <laughs> all my experience. She's very experienced and knowledgeable, and that's why we wanted to talk to you today. Because there's so many businesses out there that listen to our show, and they're going, "Gosh, I got a great company, I got great product, I got a great service, but how do I get people to know about me? How do I get people to know about the company?" and You've been doing it and really successful with your clients for so long. I thought, oh, we got to talk to Nikki and, and help our listeners out. Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want me to just dive right in, but I, I think um, it's kind of the same for every company. And I think part of my success and what I enjoy so much about the job and why I've been doing it for so long is that you just get to know a little bit about every kind of business, but in the end, it, every business is really the same. And, you know, it's the old treat people how you want to be treated and what goes around comes around and surround yourself with right people and make a plan and work the plan and, you know, figure out your spending and, you know, their averages and your cost per sale and what you're going to make. And, and it, it's really different for every business. So, the really interesting thing for me in my career has been able to sit down with anyone who might be opening a tire shop or be the marketing person at a bank. And it's all in the questions you ask them and the goals. And, and, you know, of course, a lot of it always comes down to budget, but there's basic things a lot of people just forget about, you know, with when they start a business. So, you know, we're talking about radio. Yep. 
and we're talking about this on on podcasting. It seems like a lot of the radio stations have kind of really embraced podcasting and and digital. Mm -hmm. So when you're buying radio at this point, you're really not just buying radio. You're buying a whole package, right? Exactly. And what's interesting, you know, radio was supposed to die about 10 different deaths, I think, since every, every new medium <laughs> came along. And it just, right. I just had someone the other day say, how can you be so busy? Who's listening to the radio? And I'm like, are you kidding me? But, <laughs> but um, right. what, what we call the primary listeners in radio are our P1s of each station, like in a quote. And podcasting really just dovetails right off that, especially if they're listening to our um, hosts that have been long time on the station. They're the listeners trusted best friends and they love to hear all about them and their families. And they want to hear the whole show they missed or hear their podcast and be able to go into more detail. And a lot of those live on our station sites and they also live on their personal social media sites. And um, it all kind of goes together and there's still really no other place to get free media and information than terrestrial radio. And I think as people want to learn more and dive in and maybe evenings and weekends where radio listenership might go down, people dive in and get a little more deep within the, the hosts and personalities on the stations. But no, it's, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that um, I we all see the digital as being um, – being just an extension because right. my philosophy has always been, you know, your ROI can increase by almost 19% when you add a second medium into a marketing campaign. So if you're on the radio, then you add in a podcast and that might be connected to the station. It's just different ways to touch people and everyone is are consuming more things in many different ways. And you have to reach them with more than just one medium these days as well. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned radio has been dying a thousand times. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, you know, when you think about it, you, you go back and, oh, TV's around. Why will anybody listen to the radio? Right. I mean, it goes back that far. Yeah. It's not that podcasting or digital or whatever is going to kill or when satellite came around. Remember that mm -hmm. back in, you know, when XM and Sirius came around and it's like, oh, well, nobody's going to listen to the radio. Yep. The thing is, when I get in my car, that's what I'm listening to. I'm listening to the radio. Why? Because I want traffic. I want weather. I want whatever the new hit song is. And no matter how great my I iPod is or iPhone, you know, it's like I'm I'm not going to get the selection of music and things like that for for radio. So there, there's my my radio compliment. I don't want to make <laughs> make it sound like I was, <laughs> I was saying radio is dying because I I don't think it is. And you know, even like newspaper, you know, a lot of people say newspapers are dying. Well, yeah. But the thing is, the the people that are subscribing to newspapers, they've got the money to pay for that. <laughs> so I think that yeah. that's a great audience as well. So I I, I think. You really have to look at all different types of, exactly. of media when you're when you're doing marketing. When yeah. I started way back when, um, newspaper was the number one competitor to radio. Then it was cable. Um, it wasn't usually broadcast TV because you have to be a That's pretty large company and have <laughs> yeah. a hefty footprint to be able to afford right. that. And yeah. nowadays, mm -hmm. let's face it, it's very fragmented and there's the cord cutters. So unless you're on during, you know, what is it, World News Tonight or the primetime shows in the evening, 
you have to have a lot of money and have a pretty slick produced commercial to, uh, to be able to make an impact there. But then I think it went to from cap cable to then it was digital. Then it was back to something else. And, and none of these have ever died. They've morphed. I mean, the newspapers have very mm-hmm. strong digital assets as well. Oh, yeah. That yeah, for sure. They help people with, and um, you know, my mom gets the paper and, She's got her discretionary income and she's retired. And, you know, most people that buy things are 35 plus, you know, 45. Yeah, I mean, this, it's, it's kind of like this is a target demographic, right? You know, newspaper yeah. has a target demographic. It's a little more on the older side as far as age goes. And, you know, every like the podcast, for example, I'm really curious. A lot of your shows have their own podcast or the hosts have their own podcast. Do you find mm-hmm. that the demographic changes for the podcast listener versus just terrestrial radio and just dialing it up on their, their car when they're driving? We find that more on um, the sports station, KMBR, mm-hmm. um, because they want to dive deeper into a game or a story or hear the analysis of something. Um, and and especially when we have the Giants or the Niners on in season, um, you know, they our audience changes on that. Okay. So it's a fragmented world out there as a, as a business owner, how do you know where to go? And and you've got a limited budget. How do you do this? Like what, what what advice do you give to business? I always sit down and start with, um, and it would depend if you're already been open and having problems or just want to grow or you're new and having a grand opening um, you know, it really just depends. But whether you're small, medium or large, it's, you know, I do what we call a, a client needs analysis. Um, what have you been doing? What's your plan? What's your business plan? Where do you need to be? Do people know you? Like if you're brand new, it's grassroots. It's like do some social media on your own, get someone to help you. So your look, your logo, everything makes sense and, and represents what you're selling or what you're doing. Um make it all cohesive, get a good website that's user-friendly, easy, join a chamber, have a ribbon cutting there, get your name out, and then decide what mediums, do your research, find someone you trust, and pick one, two, or three with using about, um, I think it's 9 to 12% of your annual gross should be spent on advertising and marketing. And when you're new, that's also hard to determine, but you should have a business plan of your projected annual gross. But, you know, then pick the top things that are going to reach your sheer core target demographic. And then, you know, a business might be in very many different segments. Let's say you're established and you have a bunch of moms coming in, but you want dads to come in. So then maybe you look at doing something um, on a sports podcast or on a you know radio station that's gearing towards men and advertise Mother's Day, but really a lot you'd be surprised how many people I talk to that are starting a business or just trying to figure something out and they're like, well, I want everybody. That's what they say. Like I want everybody in my store. Well, really, you want everybody to come right. into your store. But what are you selling? Who who comes in and buys it now? Well, it's all these women. And you know, I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's your target. <laughs> <laughs> right. But and then when you like I mentioned earlier, adding a second medium to whatever you're doing 
your budget might only allow you to do some um, Google Digital, some, you know, radio might come in. Um, oh, I lose you. Okay. Radio might come in a little later. In there. Yes. Um, and not even, it just really depends on where you are, what your area of business is, where you're going to pull from, what you're selling, who your target is. Um, for example, when I worked in Sonoma County, we were really encapsulated in that county and there were a lot of radio stations and it was kind of easy to pinpoint which ones should be in your core target. But when you're in the city, you know, those stations reach the whole Bay Area. So you have to do the math and the cost and figure out, well, I might have a little waste in San Jose, but those people might be driving this way and come visit me or they might live there, but work here. So you just have to take things into consideration and just definitely don't overextend. Don't make it a bill that you can't pay. Do it right. Start with your first basic things. Start with a medium and then don't stop with that. You continue that. The consistency is the most important thing. And then add a second or a third and make sure you're able to afford it. And obviously you should be growing. So your gross annual income should be higher and you can, you know, you might even start out as low as 2%, but the average business spends between seven, eight to 12. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still happy to hear you give the advice, don't overspend. Because as a salesperson for a media company, a lot of times you're, you're dealing with people, oh, spend more, spend more, spend more. Right. And I think for a lot of our listeners and they're, you know, they're starting their business they're getting it off the ground, you know, they really need advice because they got everybody coming to them, right? They got the newspapers, they got the radio, they got TV, they got Google, they got everybody, all the social media stuff. They got everybody coming after them saying, please spend with us. Mm -hmm. What advice would you tell them of how they should interview these Ooh. different sources and what they should look for, what they should ask? so that they can make the right choice on whether they should spend on one station versus another, or they should spend on radio versus television or radio versus right. all the other choices. What should they ask people? Well, I think first they have to find a trusted resource. And even though I am a salesperson, I feel more like I'm a marketing professional and I will always offer people advice and help, even if it has nothing to do with my radio station, but I think um, you need to gather basic facts on each medium and then maybe find an expert in each one or even maybe Google, like what, <laughs> what are the benefits of these uh, certain mediums? What should I look for? But you'll find out right away based on pricing, what's going to happen with bad salespeople is they're just going to shove their package or their station or their product down the business person's throat. They're either going to have a bad experience. It's not going to work. They're not going to be back or they might not be able to pay. And then they're going to say, well, I tried that and it didn't work. And, you know, it, it's just, you really have to trust your gut and go with it. And I like to tell people, um, I, a lot of times I've had to tell people, I don't want to take your money because they're like, I want to spend a thousand dollars and I want to have this two months schedule grand opening. And I'm like, you know what, that's, that's really not going to work. And you're going to be mad and you're going to tell me it didn't work. And then you're not going to be my client anymore. 
and you're going to feel like you wasted your money. And I think if you find people that talk to you that way, and if you're in a chamber and you can just start, start talking to other people in your group that have had experiences with these different mediums or have reps that they trust. Um, and that's the other thing I do. I try to have an acquaintance or someone in all these different mediums that I can refer people to and say, you know, you're really interested in this. Can you talk to these people? And um, I make sure they're people I can trust because you want someone that's going to spend enough to see the impact and be able to continue it. Cause you don't just want to be on and go away, be on and go away unless you have a flighted plan throughout the year, whether it's seasonal or, um, you know, you have certain drops you make or, you know, different things that you do. And that's, that's, you know, your, uh, your, your reps are like little ad agencies walking around trying to help you make your marketing plan. And a smart one would help you lay it all out. Like, Here's where you're, you're going to do your social media when you do your radio and you're going to do these podcasts and you're going to, you know, buy some Google AdWords and you're going to do all these things at the same time. And then, um, but make sure it's within your budget. So I guess the best advice would be find a trusted resource, which I feel like that's my favorite thing to be to my clients because they always come back and they always say, you were right. Or, you know, you told me or <laughs> you referred me to so-and-so. And, and I'll tell people um, back in the day when everyone only sold one station a million years ago, um, you saw a lot more people turning and burning because all they wanted, you know, you got to buy my station, my station, my station, whether it was right for the client or not. And that was, it's interesting nowadays because barely anyone, I don't even know anyone who only represents one radio station. So there's usually some sort of audience that's perfect, but you know, I'll also just, I'll be really honest and tell someone you want to do this and you, you want to come on here, but you say you want a six month marketing plan. That money's not going to, not going to work for you, or it might not be the best place to spend it. And that's also going to depend on what stage the business is in, whether it's new, established, having problems. Right now, a huge topic with so many of my clients is recruitment. They can't get people to work in their restaurants or staff their hotels. And so I'm telling them radio is a huge word of mouth they can control. And we're, you know, we've got some digital products that complement that, um, that include podcasting that I think is going to be really key for some of these people to find people to work in their establishments. It's sad right we're, now. We're called DIY for business. And that means that sometimes the business owner needs to learn a lot in order to be able to do something. We talked about a website and there's a bunch of things that they have to learn. And sometimes maybe, you know, they go to a professional and, and get some help. Let's take a short break. When we come back, let's talk about that. And if they should maybe, you know, use an agency or should they, you know, start to learn a little bit more about buying radio or buying different media? We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. All right. And welcome back. Okay. So we're talking about radio. Um, when buying radio, there's a lot of things to think about. There's AQH, CPM, GRP, CPP, QM rating, share, 
What does all this mean? Oh man, there's a lot of different terms. How do you actually go out and buy radio? Do you learn these terms? Do you like read a book? Do you watch some YouTube videos? Do you ask a trusted source? Or do you go hire an agency? Like, what do you do? Because there's a lot of steps in this. It's not just buying the radio, but it's producing the spot and all of that. Nikki, help us out here. <laughs> As a business owner, what do you do? How do you get started in buying radio? Do some research and learn about it and listen to stations and ask people. And like I said, reach out to counterparts or business owners you know and ask them what they know and then find your trusted resource at a station or a group or even someone at an agency, maybe an informational interview or pay to have a a little bit of a lesson on it. I, I know there's books. I mean, I've always, always loved the old school book, Guerrilla Marketing, um, mm-hmm. you know, all yeah. of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think I also said this before too, you kind of have to go with your instinct. It, depending on who your target is, um, if your target's a mom who's 30 and that's what you are and you own that business, you're going to know your likes and dislikes and what you listen to. And you have to, you know, really just think about it and be smart. What I think is more important than um, all the AQHs and cost per points, what are, what are, what most media buyers use those to try to negotiate a rate. And they'll ask you, they'll, they'll call on your behalf and say, I'm looking for men, 35, 54, but they really want adults and they know that your rating isn't as high in that day part and you're going to have to come down in your rate. And, you know, you're going to know if that's really the right station for you. Just, just by listening, take a half hour and flip around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people that are interested in buying radio really need to find somebody they can trust. Like yeah. you mentioned earlier is ask around. It's funny before we started recording our podcast today, all three of us have been in the radio business, right? So we, we all know each other. We, we, we know the same people, and, you know, from 20 years ago, we we're talking about, Oh, do you know this person? Do you know this person? We go, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Nikki and it's I went an out to lunch and we were rapping of, about all the yeah. people we've known over the years. <laughs> um, so really find somebody you can trust that's knowledgeable and can give you advice and, you know, give you resources. And I, and I, you know, we're lucky to know each other, Nikki, and, and you've been a, a great help to, to both Russ and I. So. Aww. Well, yeah. I think that, like I said, too, you know, so many people in your network, you forget about, and they all know someone. So if you're in a networking group or a, a lead generation group or a chamber, just ask those people, because they all know someone like, you, Russ, or I that have been doing this forever. And I, I really think you're right. That's the most important thing. You you have to find someone who's going to tell you, well, yeah, you, you should be on the radio, but you need to wait six months and have this much money. One of the other uh, you know, questions for, and, and this is for really all media, um, how do you, how do you get attribution? Like, how do you know if radio is working? Because now I'm sure a lot of people just say, oh, I found you on the web. Or I found you on Google, mm-hmm. you know, because they go to the last source. Well, what caused them to do that search? It was probably the radio ad. So how do you get proper attribution for your radio dollars? Well, what's spend? very sad is you never really do. But there are some ways, especially now with digital. Um, back in back in the old days that we talked about, sometimes they would do a dedicated phone number just for the radio campaigns. 
Mm -hmm. um, which totally would prove it would work or only be advertising a certain sale on the radio. Um, Now it's gone to almost, I'd say 90% of the people are website based, but um, they can do a separate landing page. They can or maybe a call to action. Yep call to action that's hard to um because people get confused it's very interesting in radio i had an argument with someone because they're like i told you or something and i'm like no we heard it on the radio and it's like the radio is their friend and they think their friend told them something (laughs) (laughs) i'm all no that was only on our station and i know that's where you heard it and um but it's, yeah, like the, the call to action is very good and the tracking is good. And if, if they're sophisticated enough to be able to maybe have either a couple websites or landing pages off the site. So, you know, the famous 1-800-Flowers ads and they'd say promo code KGO or whatever it is. And I think one of the things that small businesses get intimidated by, especially when it comes to radio or television, is like, oh, my gosh, how do I come up with the spot that's going to work? How do I create a good ad? And what a lot of people don't know when they're, they're getting started is that the radio station themselves can help them create the ad. They're, there's professionals that have been doing this for years that will, you know, once they understand your product or your service, they'll help you create the ad or they'll do the ad for you. It's completely free. And I think um, that's the worst thing people can do is is say, I want my ad on if you haven't ever done it before, because (laughs) they always used to have a joke that when you write a radio commercial, you should write it for like a 12 to 14 year old, because the way you hear things on the radio is how people talk and you don't want to get too fluffy or stuffy or, you know, all of that, because it's, it's, it won't stick and you can't get too complicated and keep it simple and, don't shove a million words in there. And Well, you've been a lot of help tonight, Nikki. Oh. I really appreciate you joining uh, the two of us tonight. Yes, it's been fun. And for everyone listening, you're going to do it. You're going to have a great business and just plan your work and work your plan. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And and the other thing that you can do is listen each week. <laughs> hey, the, uh, the advice that we give on the show, you know, it's it's advice. So it's like the whole legal thing that I got to say every week, right? Well, you know, it might work for you. It might not. Our whole goal on this show is to make your business better, to help your business grow. And uh, we do thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. And we do hope that uh, you rate us. You can do that wherever you subscribe to your podcast. Just, you know, hit the five star. That's that's how that the whole system works. Uh, <laughs> if you think we deserve it, of course, but you know, that's, that's what you do. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And we will talk to you next time. Yeah.